Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 22 of the Yardback Sports Podcast. Today, we have plenty of things to discuss in the backyard briefing, as usual. We'll be talking about the NFL's biggest free agents and just players on the move and getting an update on where we think they're going to go in their situations. And at the end, we play a little game of trivia hosted by yours truly, me. I'm coming with some fire questions. So, thank you all for listening, and let's go. Dope man fresh in the place to be. And, uh... What's up, boys? Hey, hey, how's everybody doing? Doing good, man. You know, I'm actually pretty horrible. I, I, every week before this awesome podcast we do, I hop on Call of Duty with some friends. Shout out the Mojo Clan. Um, Does that stand for anything? Just Mojo? Just like no, it's just the Mojo. You just got, know, you know. got Mojo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, sure. Mojo, boozy tank God. Um, <laughs> they today was just so rough. It was just a, it was just a rough lead up to the to the podcast, and I had to take my dog on a walk to take a poop. So I'm a, I'm a little flustered, but I'm happy yeah. to be on here with you guys and share some knowledge and wisdom. Cool. Well, I mean, I hate 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 to hear the hate to hear the failure in in COD, but you know, it, it, you know, I don't I don't like the word failure. I just like lessons learned. Yeah, um, it happens. So, no, no, I know. Hey, any given like Sunday. Man. Is that a Gucci Man quote? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, any any given Sunday, just got to bounce back. Yeah, well, all right, you know it. Let's move into the backyard briefing. You know what we're coming at first. The Bev cart. Sean, what you sipping on? All right, so let me paint a picture on why i'm sipping on this so i'm leaving right. Lowe's the other day cool Love and one a little girl for the girl scouts was like hey you know do you want something i was like yeah of course but i don't carry cash on me i'm so used to them always taking cash i'm like do you take cards and they're like yeah so i spent 40 dollars on girl scout cookies in like the past three weeks so i'm sipping on that they're taking cards that's nice dude what cookie problem well, yeah, which so, one? Which one you? Thin mints, hands down. Thin mints, you oh put them in the freezer. Thin mints in the freezer. There's no better Girl Scout cookie than no nah, tagalongs. Is that uh, the one no. with the coconut? No, the peanut butter. Oh yeah, I'm with no. Yeah. I think tagalongs. Yeah. The tagalongs I, I, are the best. Thin or mints. they might be like a different name, but the peanut butter ones. That's all. Uh, the best. Let me butter. finish. Let me finish. So thin mints is clearly the alpha. <laughs> then the second this year they came out with a new one called the Toastier. And it tastes like cinnamon toast crunch. Oh, I bought those actually. I bought them from a from this dude that I work with at my internship. So, no, oh, no, you might want to check those are actual. Real <laughs> Wait, Girl hold Scout on, hold cookies. on. You bought Girl Scout cookies from a guy oh, you work from with a, at your internship. I, I okay. I, I, he has a daughter. Okay. He has a daughter. And okay, oh. you should you should have <laughs> led with that. I definitely. Yeah. I, how is that, that not like? You how do you not make the connection? Like of course uh, the dad's selling cookies at, at, at his place of you work. You didn't even refer to him as a dad. You just <laughs> yeah, said so my this friend, guy I work this with. Guy okay, I work fair with. enough. Fair enough. But I thought that connection was just kind of there. Yeah, no, I'm definitely sipping on that because it's a problem. Because <laughs> that always was my excuse why I never got them. It's like, oh, all I have is my card on me. I don't yeah. have any cash. But now it's it's fair game for everything. So I'm That's sipping good. on that. That's nice. Yeah. Uh I'm on my like my second round of Girl Scout cookies this year. I bought some back in like February, and then now I bought some from a from somebody I work with. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of Girl Scout cookies. So. 
Always got to get those tag-alongs, though. No. We need <laughs> to put that up on something. What's the best Girl Scout cookie? We'll do a we'll – we've got to do a, a Yarbeck Top 10 Girl Scout cookies. Uh, there's no Top 10. <laughs> I, I'm, while you guys are going over yours, I'm putting it in the Facebook group right now. We'll have oh, an yeah. answer live by the end of the show. I like it. Yeah, throw a poll out there. Yeah, tag-alongs top two. They're not two. All right, Connor, what you sipping on this week? So I'm sipping on the NBA – and the chouse that we are starting to smell in the chouse, NBA. Love it. Most importantly with the Lakers and LeBron James, we have that chouse of Bruin. You got teams like the Wizards who seem to have turned it around. You got teams like the Mavericks who supposedly are, are talking Christoph Porzingis trades. Yep. You got teams like the Rockets who just let Boogie walk. It's, um, it's turned out to be a pretty good midseason break for the NBA. I'm loving all the chouse that's going on. I'm excited to see some big moves happen. Uh, most importantly, I'm excited to see how all of it shakes out. Um, yeah, just cause there's so yeah. when, when the league is just filled with all these stars, I I'm, I'm just totally sipping on the fact that it's like, it's go mode. It's NBA season. The top stories on sports center. Uh, even though I don't watch sports center, I don't affiliate myself with ESPN at all. So just a warning there. Uh, it's it's just it's shaping out to be a really good strong NBA midseason point, and there's a lot of profitable lines out there if you know what I'm saying. Mm. Somebody on this podcast has been hot lately, so if you need a hint or you need a play, hit up your guy C Boogie. Who you been betting on? I'm a contrarian. Allegedly, allegedly I contrarian bet all the time. So I find teams that I think are going to be trending in the wrong direction and I bet against them. So the Lakers last few games, I've mm. been on a lot of those games, a lot of Nets games I've been on. Uh, Cause with KD out, the books have been having the Nets as like uh, a dog on this last road trip they went after. But what they don't know is that you build chemistry on the road and the Nets just came off of winning every single game on that, on yeah, that hot. Road on that road trip so it was a it was a good week for your boy c boogie in the nba over the last week and a half yeah yeah i i think going back to just the the chouse you're speaking of right now the warriors sit at the eight seed in the west i can tell you right now utah clippers lakers they do not want to see steph curry (laughs) and the warriors in the first round they don't now that's that's exactly you don't and then denver seven you don't want to see Denver in the first no, round. You don't either. want to see Denver. Oh you my gosh. What I was going to say is is now that it's not LeBron and the Cavs meeting um Curry and the Warriors, I have such an appreciation for Curry's game now because I'm not yeah. watching it with like Love Steph Curry. Like hate. Like I'm not watching like oh that's where we're going to that that's what we're going against soon. Like yeah. the dude can hoop. Flat out hoop. Oh my dude, he's I mean we talk about I I feel like it's but this is more so in the NFL and also the NBA where like the 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 term valuable is very clouded. Like what does it mean? You know, like LeBron yeah. could have won the award the last fifteen years, but you know James Harden has a crazy year where he scores thirty seven a game and he wins the award. When you know LeBron for you know for example is probably more valuable to his team. You could say Steph's been up there too for the last decade. It, Steph Curry has been the top three most valuable player in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he's just, he's that, he has that much of an impact. And he honestly, dude, like he changed basketball, especially this decade. His play style changed basketball. It's crazy. Yeah. We're going to see yeah, more dudes like him. Trey wants Young. To shoot like him. Yeah. Everyone wants to shoot like Steph. I will not, you will not catch me on this podcast 
acting like Sean and Nolan, giving any respect to Steph Curry. <laughs> he is forever wow. a villain in my mind. I don't Ooh. care about him. I don't care about the Warriors. Uh, so yeah, that's he's a likable guy totally though. though. No, nah, like not really. Guy. I think he's butt ugly. He annoys the hell out of me. He's not funny. He thinks he's cool in these press <laughs> conferences he does, and he's not. So I don't – I've never been more disappointed in my, my co-host. Right, well, I also picked him with MVP, so. A lot of slop happening on this end of the podcast. <laughs> so, right. no one, other than Steph Curry, what are you sipping on? So I'm sipping on I'm, – I'm sticking basketball. <laughs> Neymar – has his own personal basketball court and inside he put up a mural and on that mural it's absolutely beautiful very colorful and it's a lot of the players you'd expect right in the middle is michael jordan right next to him is lebron and then steph curry and then next to mj on the other side is kobe and scotty pippen like okay yeah for sure you know those are some of the greats to, to to play honestly i know you hate steph but yes um and then the final two dudes on the side jimmy butler and Draymond Green. <laughs> and I just, I love, I mean, it's beautiful. That's why I'm sipping on it. I love it. It's so cool. But it's such a funny, like, you go from, like, Jordan, LeBron, and then just Draymond Green. Yeah. What do you, Neymar, bro? Like, I'm pretty sure he's, like, he put dudes that he's, like, he's, like boys with. He's probably boys with Draymond and, like, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, but it just yeah. looks so funny on a mural. On a mural to see it. It, it almost looks like, it's like Mount Rushmore. and But then you just add Draymond and Jimmy Butler on the sides. It just oh, yeah. I'm looking at it now. This is this is funny. The artwork though is beautiful. Oh my! It's I mean, absolutely it's, beautiful. It's, it's absolutely beautiful. It's stunning. Like, it's then, wild. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's like oh. okay, MJ, Kobe, LeBron, and it's like Scottie Pippen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steph. Okay, okay. And Draymond Green. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, it's pretty funny, man. That's no disrespect, a... though. Love Draymond, but that's just. It's just, it's wow, just now we got you loving two Warriors. Okay. Dude, I've always, right, that's interesting. Oh okay. Yeah, get move on. Oh Nolan, God. do you like Ben Roethlisberger too? Or, or just no, I hate Ben Warriors. Roethlisberger, so I don't okay. want to hear that. You do you do like the Buffalo Bills, though. I like the Bills. I'm not a fan. That's your team. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sick of the slander. But I will say I'm a big, big Ben fan this year because he's still going to be playing for the Steelers. So that's really good news for the Browns because he sucks. He's trash. Big Ben sucks. So th- I'm, I'm glad Big Ben's playing another year because that's good news yeah. for everybody else that are playing, guys. Well, all right, Sean, what you say? What, what, what you throwing in the bonfire this week? So I think I, I think I was on the phone with Connor actually earlier in this week, and it, it it happened. I asked my wife a question, and she answered with a question. And this is a completely biased statement. And I hate people that answer questions with questions. Even though I probably do it just as much, if not more than anyone I know, I hate it when it's done to me. Like it's a very selfish bonfire right now. It's just with me. I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but I can't stand when people answer questions with questions. Can you, uh, can you use it in a sentence, please? Um, oh, I get it. I get it. No one was trying to ask a question to respond to your question. How long did it take you to think of that? It Honestly, wasn't even a good of, question. I was just right it on the spot. Well, I was also saying in like the in like the spelling bee, like yeah. you know, like yeah. spell spell trichinosis. Well, can you use it in a sentence? Country spells, yeah, spell slop in a sentence. No, or use slop in a sentence. No one slops Steph Curry <laughs> <laughs> and Draymond. <laughs> no, but no, but doesn't that doesn't that doesn't that bother you? 
It does. I, I'm with you. And, and like, to your point, Sean, I, I probably do it more than anybody when someone asks me a question because yeah. I don't want to respond. I definitely do it. Yeah, it's yeah, completely just, biased. Why are you asking me a question? Yeah. yeah, I'm the one asking questions. What are you asking me a question for, huh? Let me ask you one. It's just simple. Like, hey, it's what time? Question. What time are you off work? Why? Like, <laughs> immediate why? why? <laughs> like, can't you can't you give me like a like a, a five o'clock why? Like, can't you give me an answer and a question? I That's know, fair. That's fair. No, I, I no, I feel you though. I feel man, you. this is. This I is feel like you guys aren't as passionate as it about me. Now it's really getting under my skin. God, what's your bonfire? Speaking of guys, uh, my bonfire <laughs> is two, twofold. First part, fellow Glocksmith co-host when we talk about a bunch of random stuff. Uh, P-Stain has made some outlandish statements this week in our group text. I'm not surprised. I don't know if you guys – yeah, I'm not surprised either. I'm not sure if you guys have seen – the video of that fight in the bathroom between the MMA fighter and Spencer <laughs> and Jones, whoever the hell that is. At yeah, OU, yeah. I don't know names. I've seen the fight like 10 times and they got, so for those of you who haven't seen the video, uh, some MMA fighter and his buddy are getting like picked on by this wide receiver and his buddy from Oklahoma. Um, and the, the wide receivers are, are big dudes and these UFC fighters obviously you don't know their UFC fighters are, are relatively smaller guys and it's just going on in the bathroom and they get after it. As you would expect the UFC MMA trained fighters kick the shit out of these two yeah. football wide, or at least the one guy's a football wide receiver. Yeah. And the size difference is pretty staggering. Uh, I guess the wide receiver ended up having to get like emergency eye surgery, almost lost his eye. Mm, that's so crazy. Don't that's pick wild. on people when you're out drunk in a bar rule number one, um, cause you will get beat up. Unless, of course, you're fighting Preston Peastain. Because according to him, he says that he would have beat up the UFC MMA fighter, which is absolute bullcrap. The only reason he could beat those guys up is if myself and the other Glocksmith, A. Smith, were there to help him out. That's the only way he wins that fight. There's not a chance. I'm sorry. Dude, there's no way anyone's whooping their ass in a bar <laughs> fight. Those, these are, are trained MMA. They're winning any bar fight imaginable. No, not a chance. <laughs> so, Stain's in the bonfire for that one. The other bonfire piece I, I had. Like I like that. Yeah, it's, 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 whatever. Stain, Stain we, we love you on the show, but you're completely wrong. The other bonfire I'm calling out is Colin Cowherd. I know Nolan's a huge fan. I watch him on my lunch breaks. Sean, not a huge fan. He's getting bored and he's running out of content. And Nolan, I don't know if you watched today. I, I saw I, it. <laughs> he decided to bring up Baker versus the, every other quarterback in the NFL just to get more clickbait out of it. And I think he he only picked them over like uh, select like three or four guys. Yeah. So, Coward, you're going in the bonfire – just because you're using Baker as clickbait again, Dude, and it worked. Ugh. I paused it works every your, time. Yeah. It works every time because I showed up like three minutes late to a meeting just got to see what your dumbass had to say, Colin. Yeah. So you're yeah. welcome. But he said that the two that were that were outlandish were that he said over the next five years he would rather have Jimmy Garoppolo over oh. Baker Mayfield Bro. and Kirk Cousins over Baker no. Mayfield. Oh my gosh! Yeah, first of all. Coward has said on his show live that he loves talking about Cleveland because every time he does, it drives his uh, views up. Like he said on the show, he's like, every time I bring up Baker Mayfield, I get 9,000 replies on Twitter because <laughs> Cleveland fans get pissed off and he knows it. So he yeah. does this just just to like for clicks and, and oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. But 
that Jimmy G comparison really makes me mad, dude. Really makes me mad. Well, the thing about Cowherd, which it's all about his clickbait, he he's so good at emphasizing his own argument when it works for him. But if it doesn't yeah. work for him, he he pretends like he's never even understood that. So good yeah. for him, but he's going in the bonfire for using Baker's clickbait because he doesn't have enough NBA knowledge to talk about anything NBA. And it's not like there's not things to talk about. So he's in oh, the bonfire for that yeah. reason. No, I'm with you. And just, I was going to put this my bonfire actually, but I decided not to. So Jimmy G's career stats, dude. 51 touchdowns, 26 interceptions. Baker's already shattered 51 touchdowns, first of all. Let's just put that out there. And, you know, Jimmy G, he's had injury, injury history. Well, the best availability, the best availability, or the best ability is availability. So stop yeah. getting hurt, dude. What do you want me to say? Now, also, Colin Coward will be the first one to be like, oh, Browns won a playoff game, but, well, Baker had the best O-line. He had the best running game. <laughs> yeah. Are we not going to talk about Jimmy G getting carried to the Super Bowl by the league's best defensive line, the best <laughs> D-backs, and the best r- r- team rushing? I mean, didn't they, didn't they not? Bro. Didn't he only throw, like, eight passes? In the like, NFC or... Championship game, he completed eight passes, and his team put up 37 points. And you're about like, to tell me that Jimmy G is better than Baker? Get out of here. No, nah, no. Oh, way. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I was going to, but I decided not to. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that is frustrating, dude. And he just does it because he knows that people like us are going to get pissed off yeah. and tweet at him. <laughs> I, I wonder if, if P. Stain is honored to be in the bonfire with Cowherd. Or feels absolutely disgusted. I'm sure as soon as he listens to this, I'm gonna get an earful in our group text. <laughs> and I'm I'm ready for it, staying. Come with your heat. I'm not worried. Michigan yeah. State is gonna lose first round of the, the sweet sixteen or whatever you want to call it. But so go ahead. Sean, what do you what do you got in the bonfire? No, I I got I got I got it next. Yeah, he's oh, next. Oh, yeah, see, I got, I got so flustered with with it's okay. Bonfire, yeah, right? it's okay. Coward coward's frustrating. Preston's frustrating. It's okay. Understandable. My bonfire, first of all. The news about Tiger Woods, it's so sad. He got into a single-car car crash today. Um, it turns out he's, he's going to be okay, uh, but he is – I believe he, fra- he has fractures in both of his legs and a broken ankle, I believe what it is. Awful news. After coming back from, the, from all the back surgeries he had, man, I don't know when, when Tiger's going to be able to come back from, you know – breaking basically his entire lower half of his body and it's very sad and i'm very sad news today in the sports world yeah man it, it was it was that stinks to see yeah it does especially especially after a whole comeback he had and then to win the masters two years ago i believe yeah. <sighs> it's just unfortunate and obviously really, you know it really is the main concern is that he's okay it's not about his golf career it's that he's okay that you know he uh he that he will walk away from the hospital um, but you know, you, you got, you got to think about when do you hang it up? You know, I mean, luckily golf's not a sport where it's not as physically demanding as obviously other sports, but he's already getting up there in age. All those back surgeries, I, his, his clock might be yeah. ticking. And you got to assume that we've probably seen the last of them. Yeah. Maybe, maybe one more match in like six, seven years. Like, you know what I mean? Like a farewell tour, like a, he just made the cut at whatever age he would, that would put him at. But yeah. you just had, got to assume we've seen the last of Tiger. Yeah. It's sad, man. Real sad. So I'm throwing that in the bonfire. Um, and I'm also throwing in the bonfire what went viral uh, over the weekend, or I believe it was Monday, whatever day it was. The kid at Cam Newton's camp that was calling him ass and calling him out. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was 
I watched that video so many times. That's it was just straight disrespectful for that kid, man. How are you gonna talk to Cam? Cam That was Cam's event, right? Like that's his event he put on for you to play. Yeah, to to give you tips, to give you advice, to give you know, to give you a shot to to go somewhere. And you're just gonna say, "No, your ass, bro." Get out. It was funny though, because and and the the kid was like, "You're broke. You're a free agent." And Cam was just like, "I'm rich." Like, do your homework. Cam Cam is. Far from broke. <laughs> oh, yeah, Cam is far from it. Far from broke. Cam Newton is literally everything that you want to be an athlete. Like everything that you aspire to be, he was. And like he, national champion, Heisman, number one pick, went to the Super Bowl. And this dude's just going to sit up there and be like, nah, bro, you're trash. And, like, it clouches a hell of a drug where this kid's like, I, got, I can get my 10 seconds of fame right now if I just mouth off the camera real quick. It's going to get recorded. It's going to be on video. It's going to go viral, and people will see me. But- the, be- the, the best part about it was his apology on IG, the kid that was talking ish at the camp. Yeah. If you're going to make a, an apology after being in the national spotlight, can you please make your sentences make sense? I, see, I, I didn't even read it. I just like I, just don't, yeah, I, I was reading read it. it. It was like there's typos, misspellings, incomplete sentences. It was the most. Granted, the kid's a kid, but uh, at least Not let like somebody it. proofread your apology oh, before how he gets old blasted he? on ESPN. He's in high school. That's all I know. Yeah, it's, and there was a, I saw like a clip of I don't know if it was actually him, but someone posted a clip of apparently it was the kid getting absolutely bodied on a route. <laughs> like some dude just threw him to the ground. So like, uh, yeah, not shocked. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's unfortunate though. I feel like, and this, this is like a much deeper conversation about how like literally toxic social media is where like that kid went to that camp. And again, instead of like asking advice and, you know, I'm trying to learning from a, a great in Cam Newton, he's just going to mouth off and be an asshole for no reason. Just, just so he could get, go viral on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I like, probably, I probably cursed him out playing call of duty over the last two weeks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I ran and, into that kid in a lobby at some point. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. Th- that was frustrating to see. I, I feel bad. I, I kind of feel bad for the kid just cause like, what are you thinking? Like, how could you be that stupid? It makes no yeah. sense to me, but all right, Sean, what's your back shoulder fade this week? All right, so I'm saying five quarterbacks are going to get taken in the top ten of this draft. I think free agency is going to be crazy, and I think it's going to lead right into it. I think Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson are a lock to go in the top ten. Then I think Mac Jones and someone goes and gets Trey Lance. Or Kyle Trask. Yeah, I think everyone goes and gets them. And they take a page out of the Packers book with love. And they they stash these guys. I think everybody who's on that fringe goes and gets a quarterback and stashes them. Um, I don't know if I've ever disagreed more with the back shoulder fade. (laughs) I'm just telling you. That's what's No, I respect it. I respect it. I really – actually, I don't respect it, but – Whoa. I, I just think that's maybe I, I don't even know who the top ten are at this point. I'm, all I'm saying is I don't I don't think any of those guys are really worthy. I think Zach Wilson's a boss. I think Mac Jones is a is eh. like he's a game. He went to Bama. Trey Lance don't know enough about him. Trevor Lawrence is the only sure thing. After Trevor Lawrence, if I'm a GM, I'm not taking a chance on 
any four of those guys with a first round draft pick. If I know no. there's a defender or someone else, I can get ahead of them. That's just yeah. me as a conservative GM. No, and I agree with you, but I'll run down real quick. Jacksonville, <clears throat> they're taking a quarterback. If they're yeah, sure. One. The Jets, would you be surprised? That's my question. Would you be surprised if they took a quarterback? I don't think they will. I think no. they'll stay with Darnold, but I think, yeah, I, I'm with so, you. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. So that's two potentially. The Atlanta Falcons. I think they do. That's three. I think Falcons take fields if they can. Wentz just got traded out of Philly. And there's rumors about them trading up to go get one. Which would be crazy, dude. That could be four. What a a complete botch job by that that front office. Oh, my God. I'd be ashamed. And then you got the Panthers, Broncos, and Cowboys next. So you're telling me you don't think the Broncos or Panthers could make that fifth quarterback selection. Maybe the Broncos. I, I, yeah. Okay, Sean, I'll I'll give, I'll give some respect to your back shoulder fade. And I don't agree with it. I agree with what you're saying, but it's going to happen. If that happens, that's so. If that happens, one of us deserves a GM job in the NFL because I don't think that all five of these guys are worthy of a top 10. Maybe, maybe two. Like we know for sure Trevor Lawrence goes top 10. I think Fields goes top 10. I I just don't know. Fields or Wilson for sure. There's other quarterbacks. Uh, I don't know. I, I would hate to see – I would love to see it because it's Chouse, but from an actual football perspective, I, I don't think they deserve to all go top ten. I don't know. I think the craziest thing I, – I was reading this over the weekend. You guys know Zach Wilson wasn't the captain at BYU? Who was? I, well, I don't know. But when has a college quarterback not been a captain at his school? That's a little alarming in my opinion. Well, it depends, <laughs> it, it depends on who, who was um... – who it was okay, but it's BYU. Yeah, you're, you're not the star quarterback, and you're not the captain of the team. You got something wrong. It's not like you're. It's not like it's Bama where you got like Najee Harris, our running back, Devontae Smith, wide receiver. You got you got like studs that are getting drafted every year on your team. Like it's BYU. It's a solid program, but like you don't got a lot of studs. And he wasn't the captain. Mm, no, Might not be a good not. look, dude. Might not be a great look. Shout out to Matt. our West Coast insider, A. Smith, said the exact same thing. Yeah, Seriously. Matt Bushman. Of Katoa, Christensen, and Empey, two offensive I, linemen, a running back, and a tight end. I mean, it it could mean nothing. Like you know, if BYU maybe they got just great leaders on that team because maybe they just maybe they just do. But at the same time, like your QB's not your captain. It might be that's because strange. maybe Zach Wilson's not Mormon. Maybe that's why he was. Oh really yeah, captain. that's probably what it is. Yeah, they can only have Mormons run the team. <laughs> that might be it. It might be like a. It might be written into their bylaws or something. I don't know. It's like uh, it's like the movie Goodfellas, where uh, I don't know if you guys seen Goodfellas, but Ray Liotta couldn't ever be uh, like a made man in the mafia because he had Irish blood. So no matter how good he was, like he was just he's Irish, so he can't be in the mafia. So Zach Wilson could be the captain because he's not he's not Mormon. Not Mormon. Wow, uh, that's a, that that's an inside scoop. Now that, that is. <laughs> that's a hot take. I like that. <laughs> but sure, no, I am I'm pumped for the draft though. And we'll we'll talk about that probably later. But I'm pumped for this draft. So pumped. honestly, I hope I hope I hope your back shoulder fades right, dude. I want as much chow as there is. That's awesome, especially because the Browns don't have to worry about that, which is sweet for the first time in our history of our existence. Yeah. All right, Connor, what's your back shoulder fade this week? Back shoulder fade is that all of us, all sports fans, are letting. One of the greatest baseball players of all time just fall to the wayside. 
Can you guys guess who I'm talking about? Mike Trout? Nope. <laughs> Miggy Cabrera? No, well, oh, Miggy geez. Cabrera is a different story, but okay. Um, huh? What was what you what was repeat that? So you know how we're giving so much credit to Tom Brady and LeBron yeah. for being like the greatest in their own sport? Think MLB. Albert Pujols. Yes, the yeah. machine. I was say Pujols. Albert Pujols. Yeah, Pujols. So the, I don't know if you guys saw, but his wife made a pre-retirement post and then edited it and was like, "Oh wait, he's not retiring. This is just the last year of his Angels contract." Um. So who knows if he's going to retire at the end of the year? Yeah. But if you relook at his stats and where he stands. I don't know if you guys remember, but when he was on the Cardinals, he was on pace to be the greatest hitter of all time. Yeah. His numbers were insane. He's the only player to hit 400 home runs in his first 10 seasons. Only player in the history of MLB to do that. Now, obviously, That's since he left St. Louis and signed a fat deal with the Angels, his career's not been the same. I think his average went from 320 in his first 10 years of his career to his last nine at about like 250. So he's obviously had a significant drop-off once he hit 31. But this going into this season, and I'm talking about all-time greats, and the, he's so underappreciated. He ranks fifth in home runs. He only needs 34 to pass a rod to become fourth in that category all time. He's the third most RBI leader in the history of the game. Oh my in the God. history of baseball, only needs 114 to pass Babe Ruth to be second all time. He's 15th on the all-time hit list. If he gets over 114 hits this year, he will also be top 10 in that category. He's fifth all-time in doubles, hmm. 16th all-time in runs scored, and the only first baseman to ever like rate or grade higher than him in major statistics for, for Jaws is what I'm looking at and like war yeah. is Lou Gehrig. Wow. So you're telling this this guy Albert Pujols is about to finish top five in RBIs, home runs. Yeah, and yeah, he's that's just crazy. It, it stinks that the last ten years of his careers have been so blah with the Angels. Yeah, but oh my gosh, man, he is. I, I saw the stories today, and I, I saw those numbers, and he is just the most underrated great athlete of our time. We get yeah, so he, caught up in the Tom Brady's, the LeBron James, the Kobe Bryant's, and yes, they all deserve their greatness and their talk. But for baseball being the most historic game in this country in terms of how long it's been around and how much it, it was talked about and covered, for pool hosts to just slide away into history, and we have to remember how great this dude was yeah. in his first 10 years of his career and just his consistency since then. Yeah. I mean, I think he easily has top, the top three prettiest swings I've seen in my lifetime. Um, yeah. Do you, do you think you know the other two? In my opinion. Yeah, well, Ken Griffey, he's one absolutely. Yeah. Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, number two. All right, so you got Griffey, Pulhos, huh? I, I'm gonna throw out names: Manny, Ramirez. Manny, Manny's close. I forgot about Manny. Manny's swing was sexy. I'm gonna say Manny. a hot. I'm gonna say a hot take: Bryce Harper. No, Miguel Cabrera. I love. Yeah, Miggy. Yeah, I love Miggy swing. I love Miggy swing. See, I think Pulhos has one of the most ugliest swings I've ever witnessed. <laughs> I think that's why I like it though. That could, that could be it. I it looks know. so uncomfortable. It looks like but he's his, on stance, the his stance. Yeah, his stance is so funny, stance. dude. <laughs> I remember playing with him in um, MLB, like the show or whatever, and I'm like, why is he standing like that? Yeah, yeah. It looks like he's just about to take a poop. Yeah. So yeah, that's about I pool host, Blackstreet fade, most underrated athlete. 
of our generation. And it's ridiculous because he's about to be a, I mean, he's, he's right there. Lou Gehrig is best first baseman to ever play the game. Yeah, that you're no, you're right though. Because I feel like when he went to LA, they had a couple good years when they first, when he first went there, they got knocked out of the playoffs a couple of times and they haven't been back since. And it's, it's easy to forget about him when you're the little brother in LA to the Dodgers and you don't win anything. You know what I'm saying? Like it's easy yeah. just to, and you got Mike Trout who obviously takes the headlines for the most part. So no, I'm with you. I like that. I, I like that bachelor fade. You're right. All right, for my bachelor fate, I'm sticking with a similar theme. Not nearly to the level of Pujols, but Rajon Rondo is a Hall of Famer. And he's one of the most underrated point guards of the last decade, the last two decades, in my opinion. So I'll give you some stats on Rondo. He's a four-time All-Star. He's also for a four-year stretch of Boston from uh, 09 to 2013. He was an All-Star each of those seasons. He uh, was a 2009... He led the league in steals, average per game, 2.3. He was a 2011-2012 All-NBA. He was an all, on the All-Rookie team. He's a three-time assist champ, which, like, he just led the league in assists per game. Uh, like I said, uh, steals champ, two-time NBA champion, and four-time All-Defensive nominee. Nom- nominee, uh, winner on the All-Defensive team, obviously. Um, some more. He passed. So, in this last, in this last uh, postseason with the Lakers – he passed Kobe, Scottie Pippen, Stephen Ash, and Larry Bird for all-time playoff assists in NBA history. And he's so he's sixth on that list. He just yeah. passed some of the greats. He is he ranks 15th all-time in assists with six seasons ranking in the top six in the NBA. And he has the 12th most triple doubles in NBA history. Rajon Rondo Ooh. is a Hall of Famer, dude. He's a Hall of Famer. I'm with it. Sean's face says no, but I'm with it. Mostly because Poor of all man. the things you've thrown out. And he's my most uh, reasonable player comp to my basketball game. So I'm with it. <laughs> Hall of Fame Rondo. I'm on the bandwagon. Uh, uh, yeah, Hall of Fame Rondo. Yeah, dude. He uh, just I, – I, I know Sean and Connor, you guys, you guys probably remember it more because you're a little bit older during those Celtics runs against LeBron in the late 2000s. But that man, oh, my gosh, he was unreal in those series. Like, you, yeah. yeah, like I know P, like uh, Paul Pierce, KG, Ray Allen, they're taking the headlines. But Rondo was a stud, dude. If they don't have Rondo, they, Paul Pierce can handle the ball a little bit. Ray Allen can handle the ball a little bit. KG. But none of them work without Rondo. Rondo was yeah. the reason yeah. why that team worked. Those three guys, all great players in their own aspect, but they don't work without Rondo. Yeah. yeah. It's wild. His, uh, his best season is 2012-2013 with Boston. He averaged 13 points, 11 assists, and six rebounds with almost two steals a game. Shoot. Like, yeah, it might not be the most pretty stats in the world. But if you really sit down and look at it, dude, if you've got a point guard every night that plays elite defense, put up 13 points, 11 assists, I mean, he's already, you know, contributing to near 30 points a game at that point. And, and also getting two steals while clicking six boards, dude, like Hall of Famer, Hall of Fame Rondo, playoff Rondo, Hall of Fame Rondo. And, and the, the ring with LA kind of just solidified, in my opinion, being a two-time champ. Rondo for the definitely Hall. helps, and for the yeah. two greatest franchises in the NBA. Yeah, honestly, yeah, that's true. All right, so that was the backyard briefing picks for this week. Now we're getting some NFL, some free agents, what we think people are gonna do on the move. But first, let's hear from Connor for a word from our sponsor. Hey guys, just wanted to take another chance and opportunity here to thank our sponsor for Yardback podcast and now youtube shows as well um 
Thanks again to Far One Solutions, specifically their Ear One product. So for you that are, are listening on the podcast, go ahead, find us on YouTube because I am actually showing you the product this week. Now remember, this product um, is huge for, for the, the time we're in right now. Um, it's actually a piece that connects to your mask, your face mask, because obviously we all have to wear them because of COVID. It connects to your face mask and connects to your ear more comfortably. Now, you might think, well, why do I need something for my face mask when it already hangs around the back of my ear? Well, let me tell you from personal experience, that string can get very irritating and very annoying and also is a pain in the butt for earrings, hats, haircuts, all of the above. So what this piece of equipment does is hooks onto your mask, um, fits very comfortably in your ear, as I'm showing you now live on our YouTube. Check it out, check it out. Fits perfectly into the ear, nice and comfortable. I got a fresh cut this weekend. As you can see, my, my barber lined me up. Don't mind my bald patch up top. But what it does is it allows the barber to shave all around your ear, get you a nice, nice clean cut. Very comfortable. You can wear these for hours. Um, healthcare workers, other jobs where you need them in all the time for, for mask wearing. Highly suggest this product, the Ear One by Far One Solutions. Like I said, it's one of a kind. For a limited time offer, through the end of February, you can actually go onto their website, faronesolutions.com, use the promo code YARDBACK space SPORTS, and you get 10% off of every order you make between now and the end of February. So go ahead, check out their website, Far One Solutions, use promo code YARDBACK, one word, all lowercase, space, sports, all lowercase, and you get 10% off of every single order between now and February 28th. One more time, that is Far One Solutions. Check out their socials. Uh, big fans of the show, big fans of their product. Check them out. Thanks again for the, for the sponsor um, and a one-of-a-kind awesome product, the Ear One. The promotion is ending soon, guys. End of February. Make sure to get your Ear One products from Far One Solutions. I've said the last couple of weeks, Connor is a great model. He's modeling off on YouTube. Maybe check out our YouTube. You got the little, the little ear pieces for his mask. Super comfortable. Connor is a reliable guy promise if you don't trust him you can trust me he's telling the truth promotion is ending soon end of february guys so make sure go to faronesolutions.com with the promo code yardback space sports for the ear one product all right it's february which means a couple things one the weather sucks but two the nfl offseason is a lot of fun and it's starting to really ramp up well we haven't talked about it much uh, I know, Sean, you and I have had plans to to do little different segments, but, you know, we're both, you know, man, menly men that have things to do. So we couldn't, we weren't able to get to it, unfortunately. Um, but first question, JJ Watt, what, where the hell is this man going to go? Where's he going to go? You want to start? You want me to? Sean, you got it. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to start. I don't want to, but <laughs> I don't want to say what I'm about to say. But at that age, the NFL, playing with your brothers, I don't yeah. see how he doesn't go to Pittsburgh. And I don't, I don't want him to. I want him to come to Cleveland, biased completely. I want him to come to Cleveland. But I'm trying to put myself in his shoes. At that age, you have an opportunity to play with your brothers. I don't that's too hard to pass up in my opinion. Um, so I think JJ goes to Pittsburgh, which stinks. It's horrible. I hate it. I, I, yeah. I don't think he's going to Pittsburgh Good, because he said he wants to be on a Super Bowl contender. 
which we all know Pittsburgh is not. Like I say, all their uh, crazy fans probably think they are, but you're not Pittsburgh. Um, I think he's going to go to one of two places. One, Cleveland Browns, because of how fun it is to come here. And I think he would love to have Miles Garrett on the other side of him. And there's some good things building here. I think he'd be a really good fit in Cleveland. Um, and I, I think he'd have a lot of fun. The other place, being a Cleveland fan that I'm worried about that he might go to, is Green Bay. Because he's from Wisconsin, they're a arguably Super Bowl-ready team as well, even though we all know Aaron Rodgers is a fraud. And Watch the slander. Not my <laughs> boat. But it, it would make sense – from a Super Bowl contender team perspective, but I don't think he'd have as much fun as if he went to the Cleveland Browns. So that's why I really think he's going to go to the Browns, and the Browns are currently a betting favorite to land J.J. Watt. Well, for what it's worth, Pro Football Focus released uh, their top 100 free agents or top 50, whatever number of free agents, and uh, where they think they're going to go. And J.J. Watt, they think, uh, is going to go to Cleveland and a two-year, $25 million deal. So going hey. off of that, as Browns fans, what do you do? Do you like that two years, twenty five mil? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You need a player like JJ Watt, and then I think if to try to support Connor, thinking he's going to the Browns in his mind, there had to have been so much pressure in in Houston to be on the field for all sixteen games, and obviously that's what you want as yeah. a player. But if but he, he wanted to the, rest yeah. a week now knowing that you have Miles Garrett and that supporting crew, all that pressure is off of him. So I do yeah. think that is appealing to have someone like Miles Garrett um, there. Yeah, and I think, I think that's the biggest sell is that um, J.J. Watt and Miles Garrett, I, I don't know the exact numbers, but they were both in the top 10 in uh, double team percentage this last, this last season. Who are you going to double team if you got both Miles and J.J. on the same field, you mm-hmm. know? Well, with the way our D tackles are looking, they can just they can still afford to go ahead and get both of them. <laughs> no, so dude, do not don't slander Sheldon Richardson. That dude's a dog. Sheldon Richardson and Ogan Joby, man, they're they're the reason why our D line was they're, uh, they're a solid, forceful they're D line. They and, played more snaps than Miles this year. Well, they did. They well, did. Miles had COVID though. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Know, last year was hitting some dude over the head with a helmet. This and year now COVID. he gets COVID. Yeah, and he's got to stay on the field more. That's, all That's I true. Say. Be- best yeah. abilities availability. Uh, but I feel like that's the biggest sell, though, for J.J. And obviously, I don't never talked to this man in my entire life. But if I had to guess, the, the, the idea of, Sean, like you said, like not being – you don't have to go out and give 100% for every single snap, every single game for 16 games plus more, you know? Like, yeah, yeah you might get doubled. And, my, and you can just sit there and get double teamed while Miles is, you know, doing the dirty work on the other side. So I feel like that is a giant uh, advantage for the Browns. And also, of all the teams that are interested of – Cleveland that have been linked to him. Cleveland, uh, Green Bay, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Kansas City. The Browns have the money. These other teams really don't have the money to spend. Well, the Browns yeah. do. So, I I I don't want to be completely biased. Well, you can't <laughs> I be think you're I'm, a Bills I'm, fan. Okay, dude. Um, yeah, we'll deal with this later. But uh, I I I really do think that I think the Cleveland is the best fit for him. I really do. Yeah. From a financial standpoint to a actual in-game standpoint, I think Cleveland's the best situation. I would like to see if they do give him a contract. I think it'll be close to what the PFF predicted. 
Yeah. But I'd like to see it more in like the 15 to 16 million two year with more incentive laden. Yeah. Just because you, you want to have him stay on the field. And yeah, he's a great locker room guy, but in a day, like we still have other holes we need to fill. So I'm not sure we want to commit that much money to a guy who's been a little tougher to stay on the field with his, his, his older age. But yeah, I, I think a fit with the Browns would be awesome for both sides. Yeah, I agree. 100% agree. All right. Let's talk about Carson Wentz, the most recent news. Stinky. Going off to Indy for a couple picks. What do you guys think? I go first again. <laughs> uh, I, I just I think that organization in Philadelphia is a disaster. And I if all my Eagles fans are listening, take it from from us because I've seen a disaster of an organization for 20 yeah. years plus. Um you're there. I Wentz to me stinks, but I think he's going to be unfairly compared because he will go to Indianapolis. He'll have a top three offensive line. Yeah. He'll have a young running back where they can feed him 27, 28, 29 times a game. If they go ahead and address the the wide receivers in the draft and free agency, it's going to be unfair to compare what he does next to what he did in Philly. Carson Wentz is an eagle. I thought he stunk. I mean, that's just it is what year. it is. Well, like I mean, 2017 it was, I believe. Yeah, except for the one year. And that year, they – I don't know. It, I wish I, – I need to bring up these stats, but he, he wasn't good. He wasn't. Uh, I don't I, think he was good. Yeah, because to be fair, though, the 2017 year, who was his, who was his offensive coordinator? Exactly. Frank so Wright. I think, Who's he reuniting, reuniting with? Frank Wright, yeah. you know? So I think he'll go to Indianapolis, and I think he will be good. I think he'll play well. Um, he'll have a good defense on the other side of the ball. Um, the team would kind of sim- be similarly built to that 2017 team. You know, like, I, so, but right now, for all my Eagles listeners, man, What's next? Yeah. Shout Especially out, if uh, the rumors are true that they're going to go up and get a quarterback. Yeah. Oof. Shout Stank. out Waleed. Uh, Waleed. For, uh, yeah, for, for always being active in the Yardback uh, Facebook group. Also, shameless plug, join our Yardback Facebook group. Let us know. We always – it's a public group. We got people in. We're always talking in there. Dishing out sports takes a lot of fun. So, shout out Waleed because he's always posting. Uh, that's our guy. But, no, I, I said it earlier. What a – Botch job by this franchise. Oh my gosh. To give Wentz all that money. And then I feel like something that people like fans kind of forget about is that there's a mental side of sports. Like, yeah. like professional athletes aren't just immune to like being sad and like feeling flustered and getting down on yourself. And when you build a statue for your backup quarterback that won the yeah. Super Bowl, <laughs> and then you pay your starting quarterback that much money, and then you draft another quarterback early on. Like, what do you expect to happen to his mental? Like, this is a dude that's from, I think Wentz is from like North Dakota or something, or Middle America. Yeah. He's a hunter, he's a quiet, laid back dude. And now you're just gonna, you just did everything in your power to destroy his confidence at every turn. What did you expect to happen, man? Yeah, the Eagles absolutely botched the situation. Um, I think going, going to the Colts is going to be good for Wentz. I'm excited to see that Colts example of a really good franchise. Think of the last four quarterbacks. Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, 
You got the bridge years of like Brissett. He's not bad though. I mean, they weren't no. awful. So no, Phil Rivers and then now Wentz. I think they 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 know how to set themselves up for success in Indianapolis. And the Eagles just absolutely destroyed everything they built with that Super Bowl team. Yeah. Um, I so I don't know what the hell they're doing. I do want to call out the whole the whole Wentz trade and the whole reason the Eagles got him in the first place. Back in 2016 with the Browns trading away that pick. Yeah. Uh, looks like a winner for the Browns, even though it's hysterical because I just looked up the picks. So, of the picks the Browns got back for that, like they ended <laughs> up turning that pick into seven picks over the next two drafts. They pretty much all suck except for like a couple, I think. Not, <laughs> oh, no. All of them suck. Not a single player oh, okay. <laughs> name I recognize. Oh, hold on, okay, hold So, here, you want me to read off the names? No, no, no. no. Try, let, let's try to guess them. No, it's gonna be too hard. Dude. It's, no, dude, you you won't know a single name yeah. off this list. It's that bad. Ooh, okay. <laughs> it's, okay, there's there's two you'll know. No one will know three, Sean. You'll know two for sure. First one, Corey Coleman. Yep. Trash. Boss trash. 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 Next one, Sean Coleman, offensive tackle from Auburn. Trash. Trash. Never heard of him. The next one, Cody Kessler. As you know, uh, that's trash. the goat, dude. Love coach. Kessler's a man. This <laughs> next one, Ricardo Lewis. Yep he he's the one he's the one that caught that crazy touchdown for Auburn so against Georgia. Been, right? No no no, dude. Was to, that was uh Chris Davis. Oh. But this was a game against Georgia later that season where they were down a score and they just threw it up in like fourth and ten, like ten seconds left. Hit off two Georgia D backs right into Ricardo Lewis's hands. Touchdown. It was crazy. So, yeah, I know Ricardo Lewis. And then there's three more, which I, I don't recognize any of these names. Derek Kindred, safety. He, he, was, a, he was a safety, yeah. Jordan Payton, wide receiver from UCLA. I think he might still be on our practice squad, honestly, but or at least he was up until a couple years ago. Yeah. And then Spencer Drango, guard from Baylor. Yeah. So, Wentz, everything Wentz has touched in the NFL, other than his 11-game span with Frank Wright as his offensive coordinator. He's just boo-boo. Has been an absolute boo-boo. Yeah. So yeah, the real I, winner in all this is Indianapolis because yeah. they look smart, Eagles and Browns. Browns look semi-smart from that trade but didn't yeah. do a damn thing with a single pick they got from it. And the Eagles yeah. just look horrible. I was I, surprised I, they won a Super Bowl at this point. And to I, support my uh, Wentz home, we're starting to cut you off in the one. No, you're good. He's, since 2016, he's 10-21 against teams that finish the season with a winning record. Oof. Like – they were hyped the the one year, but the last four games, I think four out of the five were top picks. It was Miami, yeah. Washington, the Giants. That you know, he went on a streak at the end of the year and played well, but they were all <laughs> they made up the top ten of the NFL draft the next year. Yeah. Um, I think it's just like, but is Hurts the answer? No, to but, me, Hurts is not. But if I'm them, I'm not taking. I'm not going to get you, Justin you, Fields. You can't. All you're doing, all you're doing, is setting your franchise back. You know I'm what I'm letting, saying? I'm letting Hurts vibe. I'm not taking a quarterback in the first round. I, I don't agree. think any of them are more special than Hurts is. Yeah, I agree. So I, yeah. I think you roll with Hurts. You try and surround them and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, but then I again, agree. they hired that coach who I think is a moron after that no, initial press conference. Yeah, Nick Sirianni. So I either yeah. that franchise is dead to me, and it's sad because when I was making my first ever franchise player in Madden, I wanted to get drafted by the Eagles, and now I don't. So it's just sad. 
Yeah. I, I, I feel like they should take a page out of Indy's book when, um, you know, Brissett was, was the quarterback and they were kind of in flux all the time. Well, they didn't go and kind of take a stupid pick or take a risky pick at quarterback. They built their team. And now look at them. They got a best O line in the, one of the best O lines in the league. They got a great defense, Darius Leonard, uh, captaining it. Like they, they recognize that, okay, Brissett's not the future, but he's good enough. And we can build around that, get a bunch of pieces. And then when the right guy comes around, we can, and that's why they took the chance on Wentz. Eagles should do the same thing. Start building that team. You know, Hertz might not be the best, but he showed at least last year that he can compete and he can win games. So stick with Hurts, build that team, and if Hurts isn't the answer, well then wait for that right guy to come. Don't try to trade up and take Zach Wilson or Fields. It's just you're all you're doing is setting your franchise back. It's all you're doing. Yeah, I agree. And just for the record, Eagles wins. Not a fan of, but I do think Colts wins. I think he's going to do well. Yeah, I'm rooting for him honestly. All right. One more, one more guy I want to talk about before we get into our trivia. I got some trivia question for you, for you guys. Deshaun Watson, where where is he gonna go? <laughs> where do you guys think he's gonna go? Man, I I guess I'll go first again. Um, I have no idea. I kind of want to see him like go to like the Jets. I don't know, but just to see yeah, what would happen. But I I really don't have any idea where he would go. Not a clue. I, I'm sick of Deshaun Watson talk. Can we switch it up to Dak Prescott? Because I think it's very I'm interesting. Dak Prescott, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, because Deshaun Watson's situation is Houston's not going to trade him because he's a top five quarterback, and Deshaun Watson wants to get traded. So yeah. I don't know what happens there. I really, at this point, I don't care. I don't think Houston's going to trade him anytime soon. I'm more curious about the Dak Prescott situation. Yeah, yeah. it's very interesting because. If he Dallas is either going to sign him to a deal, which it doesn't sound like they will, because him and Dak Prescott and the Cowboys are still not on the same page. So Dallas has two options: one, sign him to a franchise tag for another forty million dollars. It's like thirty-seven, round up to forty. Yep. Or do you just let him walk? So let's play this out. Say Dak and Dallas does not get a deal done. Dak Prescott hits the open market. Who goes after Dak Prescott to be their quarterback? <laughs> Washington. I got, I, I got, dude. I mean, any team with a vacancy right now. I'm talking Carol. I think Carolina. I, before before we switch, I think they might make a play to Sean. Honestly, that that's. I think that's the only team that makes sense right now. Yeah. Well, then the Jets and the Dolphins have enough to give up. I don't think the Dolphins do it. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I, I seriously, I don't think the Jets do it. I think the Jets, if anything, are going to play out that number two pick, trade back, or take the offensive lineman Mackay yeah. Becton. Or uh, uh, Panay Sewell. Yeah, yeah, Becton's the one they already have. Yeah, Becton, yeah. yeah, they got Becton right now, yeah. So I think the Jets are playing it really smart, really cool. So I think the Panthers might make a move just because they want to make a move Yeah, for Deshaun. But I think depending on what happens with Dak, I think that's why people – like, I, I don't know. I think Dak and Deshaun are, are very, very related in the fact that I think the same teams would be going after him. Yeah, I agree. But I do like yeah. the – I think if Washington got a guy like Dak – um, I, that's a, they're winning that division for the next two to three years with that yeah. defense already too. You know what I'm saying? That defense is nasty. And the, the Cowboys lose Dak. They're going to be down. The Eagles are down. It's going to be, it's going to be new. The, the giants in Washington and if, if they can get Dak, dude, I mean, 
And I would love that. Maybe Dak might be pissed off. He's like, you didn't pay me? All right, bet. I'm going to go to your rival. I'm going to go to Washington. Like, see how you like that. Like, yeah. I- I'm, 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 on, I'm on board with that. And now Bezos is trying to buy um... – Washington. Washington. Yeah. Yeah, man. I saw it. So we'll that. see. I, I'm really interested in the Dak more now than ever because we Dak's been talked about for the last two years just because he's yeah. on the Cowboys and the whole contract situation. Yeah. I really hope Dak and the Cowboys don't make a deal. I, I hope he gets the open I market. Hope he walks, man. He's, a, yeah. he's a beast. He's good. Dak is good. I, I would love to see what happens on the open market with Dak Prescott. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, yeah. I think uh, I was. Uh, I think I think you're right with the same teams would go after Deshaun and Dak. Like it's gonna be the same mix of teams, in my opinion. Denver's an interesting one because yes. we know uh their 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 blueprint the last couple of years has been just like typical quarterbacks. Like they got Brock Osweiler, they drafted that Paxton Lynch dude that is awful. Um and I feel like I could totally see Denver just taking a risk on some bad quarterback in the early in the first round. But if they can go and get Deshaun or Dak. That's 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 scary. That's dangerous. Yeah, you got Corland Sutton coming back. No offense, Jerry Judy, Jerry KJ Judy, Hamler, like Lindsay, I think Lindsey. I think they're talking about extending him yeah. this year. So the only issue with Denver, which I, I think they do a very good job of building their surrounding cast, like at Indianapolis, they're very good at making sure things are pretty even. Like they're never bottom feeder, horrible franchise. Yeah, mm-hmm. but with Kansas City in their division, yeah. And now the Chargers, the Herbert. And now the Chargers and the Raiders are going to be eight and eight every single year, I think, under John Gruden. That's it'll be a home run to get Dak, but I think if you if you're the Washington football team and you can land Dak Prescott or Deshaun Watson, that's going to make a huge impact over the next five years, um, and, and like lead to some real victories and real real milestones for your franchise. Yeah, and then another team that you just said that. Um... You brought up the Chiefs, and it made me think that the Raiders might think that's their only chance of catching the Chiefs is to bring in Watson or Dak. So they might try to move move uh, Derek Carr because that prop. You think Derek Carr is gonna is gonna beat Mahomes? You know, I don't know, but you want to bring in a guy like Dak and Deshaun. Now you got to now you got a game. Yeah, I, I I don't know what the Raiders are doing. Uh, I. I, d- yeah. I don't know if John Gruden's uh-huh. actual he's answer. Not, I don't think, I think he's, he's better on TV than actual football coach. If you look at John Gruden's career numbers, Mike McCarthy's a better NFL coach in the history of the NFL. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just in terms of like sheer numbers. So I, I don't know. I don't think the Raiders are even in the near the Chiefs atmosphere other than they got them once this past year. That's it though. And I, I yeah, I that's, I don't know. But I really want to see what happens with Dak and the Cowboys. I'm yeah. sick of the Cowboys. They, them yeah. and the Eagles are just botched dude. Yeah. Just yeah. My question is, though, every time I talk to a Cowboys fan, they're never worried. When is the point where you're Dallas, like, yo, we, we still haven't signed Dak? When is the time to be like, okay, like, what's, what's the hold up here? I just, I just want to know what, what better is out there? Like, for Cowboys fans, for Jerry Jones, you let Dak walk. Who are you going to get that's going to be equal to or better than him? Well, it's, well, you shouldn't need anybody with you know that saying? offense of, with that offense uh, of weapons you got there. Yeah, man, it's crazy. It's crazy. And CD Lamb busted on the scene. Having him, yeah. Cooper, Zeke Gallo. is still Zeke is still a beast. You know, he had a down year. Like it. Well, here, here's the thing. It's like if you have a team around you that's not built. If you sign Dak, you're still not doing anything. Yeah. yeah. 
So if your team's not ready, you might as well have a discount Andy Dalton back there from a strict business decision. And we all know Jerry Jones is a smart businessman for the most part. Like you wouldn't be an owner of a football team if you weren't someone a smart businessman. And I think he understands that. But yeah, you can pay Dak as much as he wants, as much as you want. But it's not going to make a shit difference when the rest of your team is – defense is awful. Yeah. Brutal. You put all your money into three guys. They have a lot of injuries. So they they have to to be – optimistic on that they're going to get back to that level. Yeah. If you think you get back to that level, you pay Dak. I mean, yeah. there's no questions about it because you said it. Who, what's next? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of questions answered in the next month or two, which, again, I'm excited about. I love the NFL offseason. They do a great job at, like, keeping you in for a whole year. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, every single week there's still NFL news. It's awesome. So a lot going on this offseason. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll be talking about that. But let's move on to the third segment. I got some trivia questions for you guys. There's only four, not too many. Some of them are hard. Some of them are a little easier. Um, let's just get right into it. Hold on. Sean, Sean looks like he needs a Red Bull or something. I might no, wipe, his, wipe his ass with these trivia questions. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm here. I got, I got, so I got new glasses today. So my eyes are just adjusting to the new stuff. Uh, huh. Imagine not having 2020 vision. All right. I let's get into trivia questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, first question. A sporting event is held every year on Memorial Day. What is it? I can't I don't do you want this to play out a little bit cuz I know the answer. The, what you talking about the Nathan's hot dog eating contest? No, that's uh that's 4th of July. Oh man. Oh, that was my answer too. Damn. No, <laughs> that's 4th of July. What the <laughs> Are you sure? I think you, you sure? checked that. I, that's positive. not true. It's 4th of July. Preston Smith sat on our couch during one of those random Monday off weekends, and that's all we watched, Nolan. Dude, it's the 4th of July. not 4th of July. I promise you it was the 4th of July. I'm throwing you in the bonfire right now. That's when Stan Island has the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, 4th of July. I don't promise you. Is it a um, tennis match? No, but it it is a sport, though, that I don't think any of us watch. Hockey? Sick trivia question. Not hockey. I'm going to have to say sport that none of us watch on Memorial Day weekend. Yep. What is that, May? Is it golf? Yeah. No. no I, I well, we, golf. we watch golf. Yeah, we, we watch, watch golf. golf. Um, uh, is there a ball involved? Nope. No ball involved. So it's not a sport then. <laughs> is it like spelling bee? No, no. This, why do you guys <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's not a sport competition. Um, Let me you give up. I didn't think this one would stump you that hard. Memorial Day, it's a sport none of us watch. There's no ball involved. I did, what? <laughs> what? Dude, it, if you think it's the, you got to think about that. No ball involved. We don't watch the sport. What could it be? Let me know when you give up. Wow. I'm, I'm All right, you want to hear it? I think we have to. The Indy yeah. 500. Oh my oh gosh. My God. <laughs> wait, that's a sport? Racing is a sport. Yes, I know is. they drink Gatorade during the race, but that's a oh sport. Oh my gosh. Oh. Don't be mad just because you couldn't get it right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, so 0 for 1. Damn. I didn't think that was, I didn't, I didn't think I was get stumped on that. Even if you just said like NASCAR, I probably would expect All right, next one, dude. All right. <laughs> this is one that I did not know. What is Canada's national sport? Curling. No. Hockey. Oh, not hockey. 
I thought it was hockey, what? too. I thought it was hockey, too. Canada's national sport? Canada's national sport. Does this one involve a ball? <laughs> yes, it does. Archery? Yeah, it's not it's not a ball. <laughs> I was I was in the process it of saying a it. Ball. Um, it involves a ball. It's again, it's something that it? none of us watch or play, probably. It's not like handball, is it? No. Nah. Handball is sick. Handball is handball dope, is dude. Sick. I'd love to play handball, bro. It'd be sick. But yeah, none of us played it. I don't believe none of us watch it. But it's their national sport. Um, it's it, it does have a ball in it. It does have a ball. I like to I like to think someone's listening to us and just screaming, just screaming the both these answers. Yeah, just screaming it at us. Um, I I I'm, I'm stumped. Is there any other hint you can give us now, Hop? Uh. If all right, I'm I, I could give you one, but it might kind of give it away. But okay. it's played in the spring. Cricket. Nope. Let me know you give up. It's played in the spring. <laughs> it, like it, it's it, it's a sport that like we play in America, but it's played in the spring for like high schools. Think of high school sports that are played in the spring. Lacrosse. Yep. That's our national sport. Their national sports lacrosse. That's <laughs> are you on some like spam website with these? No, dude, yeah, I promise you. This? No, lacrosse is huge in Canada. Uh, okay, eh? Couldn't tell you why, but it is. Hey, bud. All hey, right, bud. <laughs> so you guys are zero for two. Come on, pick it up. We got two more. <laughs> I right, right, wait. Right. No, no, no. I got that right. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but it took you. Oh you, yeah, it was a hint. It took you seven it, minutes. All right, the last question I think it will get, but this this other question, this one isn't. I don't expect you guys to get this, but like this is kind of just a fun question that I saw. How many total minutes of action is in an average MLB baseball game? So like, when the ball is live, like a pitch, you or know, a half. When, when someone hits, when someone feels like, how many total minutes Four. of action are you watching? Four. I saw a thing that I saw a thing that that football was like eight to eleven. Baseball's got to be under that. Nope, it's higher than four. I didn't. All right. Well, a normal game's three and a half hours divided by nine innings (laughs) times eighteen because there's eighteen half innings. Add in pi. Throw pi in there. Yeah, it's though three point one four divided by pi. There we go. And the circumference of the mound and the, and the pitcher's cup you have. <laughs> I'm going to go – I'll go 27 minutes just Ooh. to keep it a nice Closer. baseball number. Closer. You want me, you want me to say you guys so want you, one more? So I'll you give you guys one more guess. One more guess. It's in between – I'll give you this. It's in between 4 and 27. You guys each so get one on, more guess. So hold on, hold on. We're talking about from pitch to what? Like, so the end of the play. Just, just action. Just anytime there's action in a place. Like a, a pitch counts as action. And so when someone hits it, that, that counts. You know what I'm saying? Which but a like, pitch is like 0.1 second. Yeah. So, but it's, but it's in between 4 and 27. I'll give you guys that. You guys establish the range. 23, <laughs> 23. Okay. All right, of what do you think? I'll go 23 and a half. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> no, it's 18. 18 minutes oh, of total action. Dude, I'm right. <laughs> I'm closer. Yeah, well, was closer. So you're technically you're, if we're going by Price is Right rules, we both lost. Yeah, no, but this is four. Well, uh, no, well yeah, okay, yeah, 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 okay. But uh, 
I, I did double check this because I thought it was crazy. Like it was like, okay, 18 shirt, but CBS sports, they write an article. It was a couple years ago, but it probably didn't change that much. So yeah. 18 total minutes of action. That's why. Do you have this a stat for OAC double headers on Saturdays? No, it's probably like, no. it's just all action. You guys don't okay. even take breaks. It's just all pitches. No, we're not even allowed. We can only eat PB, PB&J in between games. And then That's we have to practice for three hours before games. PB&Js are goaded, though. I love PB&Js. Dang. But all right, last question. And this, this one is a lot easier. What is the only team in the NFL to neither host nor play in the Super Bowl? The Browns. I felt like that was too easy to say it. I know. I realized. <laughs> so I was like, it's not the Browns. When I was finding these questions, I saw that. I'm like, oh, that's kind of dope. And then when I'm like reading them back right before we start a segment, I'm like, damn, that's actually super easy. Like, of course, you Cleveland's never had a Super Bowl because it's 10 degrees in February. We never played in one. So, yeah, that one was kind of a cop-out. But I'm glad you guys at least went one for four. I mean, one yeah, for man. four is fine. You won't hit us with a couple more. You want some more? Yeah, hit us. We got, we got a little bit of time here. All right, okay. Get us two more. I feel like we're just getting hot now. All right, so, all right, so, so I'm, I'm just on a website for, for what it's worth. I'm not – these obviously aren't top my dome. But all right, which basketball player was Michael Jordan nicknamed after as a young high school basketball enthusiast? Uh, Steph Curry. That makes <laughs> no sense at all. So basically in high school, who, who was Jordan nicknamed? Dr. J. No. What? That was before his time, dude. Dr. J was in the 70s and 80s. Jordan was in yeah, the high sure. school no, like yeah, early sure. 80s. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't even know where to begin to answer right. that question. Magic. Magic Johnson, apparently. Really? That's what his website says. Yeah, Magic Johnson. Makes sense. Jordan was in high school, what? Late 70s, early oh, 80s? I'm calling uh... bull crap on that website. All these trivia questions are wrong. That's why we went one for four. End the segment. It's over. Hmm. Send me the email of, of that website. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk to him. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess I'm, I don't know. It, well, because it's weird because Jordan and Magic played on the Dream Team together, so maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. All right, Don't I got another one. I got another all basketball right, one. All right. Well, I got t- I got two more basketball ones for you. But I got this one. Who was the youngest player to reach ten thousand points in the regular season in the twentieth century? So who's name? Who, who Ryan reached, let's go. Is it LeBron James? No. Close, though. You're, you're on the right track of, like, level Delonte, of player. Delonte West? Uh, I don't think he even scored, like, 2,000 points in his career. <laughs> well, you said I was close. Is LeBron James, him and his mom. What was that, Sean? Kobe? Yep, Kobe Bryant. First My player guess 1,000 points in the 20th century. Oh, the first player in the 20th century. Yeah, my bad. I, I was trying to explain it, then you kind of just said Delonte West. It kind of threw me oh, off there. Yeah, so. yeah. I can see how that would distract you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Kyrie Irving was born in what country? Australia. Oh, yeah, Australia. Yeah, yeah Australia. Damn. Australia, Damn, mate. So- the Down Under. Man, you see any more you want to give us before we wrap it up? Um, yeah, I'm trying, to look for, I'm trying to look for one more. I want one more. I'm clearly winning. I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, I'll hit you guys with one really quick. I heard on uh, yeah, the yeah, network we won't talk about. <laughs> so this past month of February, so far LeBron is leading the league in minutes played for this month of February. Okay. In what year 
did LeBron James last have a month where he also led the league in minutes played? So in what year of LeBron's career, the last time he ever led the league, the entire league in minutes played per game for that month? Oh, wait. 2008. You got to guess. 10. Nope. In 06, when he was 21 years old. So oh last, my and gosh, now he's 36. Crazy. So think about okay, that. Wow. 15 years. Man. All right. So just to update everybody, I did post on, on Facebook uh, Girl Scout cookies. We have chocolate peanut butter ones by a long shot. We have Thin Mints, Thin Mints. And I'm pretty sure someone put those like coconut ones with the chocolate over them. And those, uh, those just, are kind of fire though. But you yeah, can kick, you can sure. kick the Thin Mint and the coconut people out of the, the public group. Yeah, I'm cool that, Thin Mints are the best by far. By no, far. No, tag along. It's peanut butter. All right. I got one more question though. And this, this relates to the show. Okay. Okay. Which quarterback holds the best rookie passer rating in the entire history of the NFL? Chouse got himself. Connor Hopkins? Connor Hopkins. <laughs> I am undefeated in my, in my college quarterback and career. All right, say it again and repeat the question one more time. All right, so which which player in NFL history holds the highest rookie passer rating? Baker Mayfield. Nope. He, says, he said it's related to the show. He had a little smirk on his face when Sean said Andrew Love. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go, we'll go, Andrew Luck. All right, Andrew Luck, that's your guess. I, I just said Andrew Luck. All right, no, I said Andrew Luck first. I said Andrew Luck six right, months okay, ago. Okay, all right. Who's locking in? What? I need a lock. I need a lock in. Sean, what you locking in? Let Connor go first. All right, Connor, what you? No, lock in? no, Sean gets a lock in first. Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. Wow. Right, Connor, in? Kick him off the show, Andrew Luck. All right, you guys are both wrong. Dak Prescott. No, oh, I knew that. <laughs> Think about the show. We were talking about Dak for like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Dak. Oh, Dak Dak we were both kicked off the show. Yeah, no one Dak. have to get some new co-hosts. All right, man. <laughs> Dak Prescott had the highest pass rating in rookie quarterback history. That's pretty crazy. I wonder if people surprised. were screaming at us that they know the answer. They definitely were. You guys sucked, dude. All right, I next. don't know. Do you think our, our mom our moms are screaming at us? Dak Prescott. They're probably like Bernie Kosar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Branshaw. <laughs> All right. Next time we do trivia, you guys someone else gotta come with the heat because I'm ready. I'm I'm ready all day for this trivia. You guys are kind of lacking today. You want you want one? We should four? get someone if, to come on. Can, but. We should get someone to come on, just a random person from the from the chat and just be like, come you on and give us some trivia. trivia. All right, get I'm down. I'm so down. And whoever wins, wins. You know what I'm saying? May the best man win. Yeah, we do need to have a legitimate, like, decathlon. We, we need, like, a, we need a <laughs> trivia contest. That's what we got to do. We got to have, like, a charity trivia night contest, just sports trivia. I'm with it. All right, bud. All right. That is all the time we have today for this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Yardback underscore sports. And, again, like I said earlier, look at us on Facebook, Yardback Sports. We have a big public group. We talk sports all the time. We're always putting in hot takes, different takes, asking different questions. It's a lot of fun. So make sure to do that. Also, check us out on YouTube, Yardback Sports. We post every episode on YouTube. So you can see our pretty faces. We're all really good-looking guys. I say that every week because it's true. 
Um, but thank you all so much for listening. If you're listening on Apple, give us those five stars. Like the podcast. Give us a follow, a retweet, a like. Give us everything. For Connor and Sean, my name is Nolan. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.